Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm Dane Lobb. I'm a public safety specialist with PG&E. If you're in your home or business and you smell gas, your first step is to get out. Travel to a safe distance until you can't smell the gas anymore and then call 911. The first responders will come out and they'll make it safe for you and your community. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, Euro special. I'm Robbie Hill. I've got my own mate Robbie Muster with me and we're going to look back at generally what was a good week in Europe for the English clubs. But Musty, before we start, we want to read out a special review we've had from one of our listeners. He said he's a big fan of ours, watches NBCSN every week. He's, he, when he was 18 years of age, he was in Canada, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, and there was a teacher there from Manchester. And he said the teacher kept telling him all the things about the city. And he said in a particular time in his life, in that incredible 2011-2012 season, where Manchester City won the title, Aguero scored that late goal. That was his connection, and that's why he's a City fan. And so, from, to all our re- listeners, if you want to get your Premier League review read out, go to Apple Podcasts, download the Two Robbies show, and rate and review the show. But more importantly, tell us why you support your certain team. Is it one player? Is it a special moment? Is it somewhere you visited? If you give us a good story, we'll read it out in our next podcast, which will probably be on Sunday after the big game when Spurs take on Liverpool at Wembley. Now, Robbie Musto, you there? Mm, Let's talk Europe. Let's talk Spurs, Real Madrid, and a creditable draw for Pochettino's men. Very creditable, and I think that's a that's a good word for it because um, when you look at the Spurs lineup, which was interesting. Mm. I mean, he, Pochettino's he's chucked in something different here, Rob. He wanted yeah. to play with two up front, so uh, caught them by surprise a little bit. People are suggesting, aren't they? Yeah, I think so, and I think there's a little tactical uh, bit to that as well. Mm. He definitely wanted to have three in the middle of the park. He didn't want Real Madrid to go yeah. through the centre. So with playing with two strikers, it allowed the the the, the, the wings for them, the, the full-backs for them yeah. to be available. I think they were happy Spurs to, to remedy to playing in those deeper, wide mm-hmm. areas. So I thought the um, the lineup was very interesting. Again, the, the, the credit goes as well to uh, Spurs because of the people that were missing. I mean, I look at the lineup, I see Winks in there with Sissoko and Eriksen. I mean, there's no Dembele, there's no Wanyama. You know, you think of uh, Deli Ali mm. suspended, Danny Rose not started, though he did come on, which is yeah. which great news oh, for Spurs yeah. fans. So given given that the the team available for Spurs and given the performance to come out of there one uh, one, um, I thought was really really positive, Rob. Yeah, I, I want to go back to to one guy you just sort of glossed over there as well, young Harry Winks, who mm. there's no doubt that this manager's got a trust in him, a confidence that his teammates have got a confidence and a belief in him. He doesn't look phased. He gets on the ball. He, he, he's confident in his ability. And I just kind of, in a strange way, I was watching the game, Rob, and I remember, it wasn't that long ago, do you remember when there was a young Jack Wiltshire played against Barcelona for Arsenal? Mm. And we were sort of saying, wow, this kid's fearless. He gets on the ball. He can make a play. Now, under Pochettino, is there a sense that Harry Wink could develop into the top-class player that we're still waiting Jack, Jack Wilshire to do? Is Pochettino as good a developer of talent now as, as we've got in the, in, in, in the Premier League? You know he is. You know he is, Rob, and, and his record's proven that, particularly with young English players. Harry Winks, again, 21 years of age, um, big, big future in the game, and the way that he's bringing these players through is quite remarkable, really. I mean, he's... He's comfortable on the ball and the experience that he's gaining through Premier League appearances and, of course, games like this is invaluable. And I think he's going to be a really good player. I guess he's got to be a little bit more 
aggressive at times and be a bit more assertive. But he's 21. He's just mm -hmm. coming to the first team picture, really. Um, so I just think it's marvellous. And you're right. I mean, I saw him playing in the middle of three. Yeah. That, and we've both done it. And I've done it as a, as a holding player. Mm. I tell you what, it's not an awful lot of responsibility, Rob, because, yeah, you know, you there's going to be times in Sissoko and Ericsson, they're not really defensive type players. He's the only one. So he's yeah. got to pull them. He's got to pull them in to help yeah. him. Yeah. He's got to talk to him. He's got to cover those central defenders. I mean, that, that was a, Ronaldo pulling into space. Everybody else they've got from midfield, Real Madrid. I, 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 when I saw the team, I thought, wow, this is, mm, this is going to be yeah. difficult for Spurs. Um, but, you know, looking at the game, I mean, there were, there were moments where they... There were spells when they... they there were spells under pressure. Best, weren't they? Yeah, they had to, to deal with that. Yeah, but and and they st it wasn't it was not a park the bus situation for Spurs. Mm. Yes, they had to defend, and yes, Hugo Lloris came up with some magnificent saves. But they had chances. Harry Kane had a good chance that was well saved around the post. Christian mm. Eriksen had a chance later on. So it wasn't it was not one way traffic. It wasn't a, a you know Real Madrid absolutely dominated. Of course, they're going to dominate possession. Um, but I just I was surprised. Now you know a lot of the credit goes to Spurs. Whether mm. Real Madrid, whether they were a little bit complacent maybe some of the, the team uh, wasn't the same as expected from Spurs expected to go ahead and win as they often do of course in, in all games at the Bernabeu um, mm. I, so I, I was really impressed yeah I just thought Spurs wow you, you don't look out of your depth you don't look like this, this, the, you don't deserve to be there in some ways and we know that Spurs mm. have developed and are a good side but this is the this you know, this sort of game is the test, ultimate yeah. test. Yeah. And I thought, mm. you know, 1-1 one, one with chances to score as well yeah. as they did, I, I, I thought it was really good. Well, comfortable, didn't he? And, and I think where, where I want to go with this one, Rob, is that, you know, all the talk, you know, Harry Kane, is he world-class, is he not? Listen, we can debate that for as long as we want to. But we're talking about a quality group of players, a very good manager who we've seen tactically can, can influence games and influence the outcome of games. I'm getting to the point where should we are we being a bit disrespectful to Spurs? Keep saying, well, they're going to lose Deli Alley, they're going to lose Harry Kane, they're going to lose Christian Eriksen. When right now, if you're one of those players, your contract gets improved, you're earning good money, you know, very good money into this. Might not be the top money, but you're part of something that's building. You've been to Real Madrid, you've got a 1 1 draw. Do nights like Tuesday night not help? this thing to stay together a little bit because if it was me I might just say you know what I'm going to give this a couple of years I, I, I think it's a great shout it's a great shout and I totally agree with you <clears throat> excuse me um, I think I think God, if I could have a, a, a dollar for every time that we've eulogised about a player Rob and he's going to get that mm. big move and his career is work. then stored it yeah. doesn't work out mm. I sometimes think you know what I know the money's the money and everything else and the challenge of going to some of these these great sides yeah. is very enticing and I never had it so, so it's difficult you know I, I get that but the amount of times that I've seen players that were so happy that mm. did such a great job that was such a great fit for their club then go on to something else and it all not fall apart but disappoint there is something special happening at this football club yeah. and, and, and maybe this season might be a, a kind of a a bit of a stall because of Wembley and because of the, how our Manchester clubs have got better. But Spurs are right there. They're mm -hmm. right behind the Manchester sides. They've got an incredible stadium happening next season. It's going to be like nothing else we've seen in England and in any stadium in England, even yeah. the national stadium. So I, I, I think you're, I hope to think you're right. And you know we've seen um, Kyle Walker leave, and I, I did look at him and. and 
with some of the recent performances of City and thought, you yeah. know, this has worked out for him. Mm. You know, this this has worked out and he must be loving his football. Yeah. And I hope that others like Deli Ali and, and, and particularly Harry Kane, that I don't think it's gonna happen to Harry Kane. I just don't yeah. I just don't think he's ever gonna want to leave the club. It'll be a it'll be a club decision, Rob. It'll be like Real Madrid say or Man United, they'll say, you know what, we'll give you 150, 160, whatever the number is. And if the club say, I tell you what, we got to take that, Harry. You know, and, and I and I and it's up to you. I don't think he'll ever. I don't think, and I'll get your opinion yeah. on it too, that he will. You know, like you know what, um, Daniel and, and Richard Pochettino, enough's enough. I, I need a new challenge. I want to leave the football club. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the only way he goes is if there's a crazy big bid comes in, yeah. and Daniel Levy, the owner at Spurs or the co-owner, says. Wow, we, 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 we accept that bid, Harry. It's now up to you. What do you think? I, I think at 24 years of age, he could afford to give it two more seasons mm. at, at least. And then, listen, if things don't, don't start to go in the right way, if somebody else maybe got sold, if, if Pochettino starts to you know, not have the influence or maybe starts getting glances in another direction, then I think, <clears throat> I think at 26 years of age, he's still young enough to go and get a big move and still be... Um, you know, enough time to, to have a, a, a big career. But, no, I'm with you. I, I think he's he's local boy, as, as the song tells us. He's one of their own. He's committed to the football club. He, at the moment, he's, he looks like he could be the captain of, of the national team. It's a little bit like, why would you move? Why would you spoil that? He's got a young family, probably going to have another another child with, with, with his partner. He's settled in London, loves it. You know, the, that counts for a lot, Rob, when, when you, you, you're you in somewhere and, and the family is settled, your parents are close and all those things. That might be that might be worth £50,000 a week to him, just having having that. So I think you're right. But um, Do you think he looked all right, Rob? Just finally on him. Do you think he looked you, in that in that environment? I see, you know, a couple of times he tried to get past Rafael Varane, who's a very quick defender. Yeah, I, do you do you think he's 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 going to be comfortable or can I be? I think he could play. I think he could play at that level. If, if I'm going, and, and I think we we we're exchanging a few texts during the game, or whatever. If I'm going head to head, I'll take Harry Kane before him. I'll take Karim Benzema, mm. and and yeah. and I think. Harry Kane, I think he felt it. I think he knew the spotlight was on him. He probably mm. wasn't, you know, right on on his top form because I think he he would have scored one of the, the chances yeah, that, that came that, yeah. that came his way. But uh, no, I still I still think put him in that team with those players, let him feel comfortable, and you've got you've got a real yeah. star. No doubt, Zidane was yeah. saying before the game, wasn't he? You know, he's, yeah. he's almost yeah. the, the complete striker. It's a good so, game. Yeah, great, it's a great, game. great game. Good day for Spurs. Really interesting, Rob. When they come to um, Wembley on November the first, a little bit more space for for Real Madrid. Now, be interesting yeah. to see how Pochettino and Spurs go with that one. But you you kept a close eye on Manchester City, the team at the moment. Yep. Uh, got, got a couple of goals up and then conceded one uh, a penalty to Napoli having Edison made a penalty save then he conceded one and did the game get a bit more interesting then? I, I thought it was a really good game I thought it was a really good game and when Pep said what he did about Napoli you know, both before and mm. after the game Rob he 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 is such a massive fan of this Napoli side and yeah. the way that they play. And even his quotes after saying they're an exceptional side. I was expecting them to play the way that they did. Um, they are one of the best sides I have faced as a coach. That's mm. basically quoted from him afterwards. And so I was fascinated. And it, it was a fascinating game. It was an approach from, a, from an away side or any side against uh, this Pep Guardiola's Man City side that I've not seen before. It was this crazy high press. press. Mm. Now, it wasn't a fierce press where people are, are charging. Yeah. So it was a press that they could continue. And they did the like same thing. It's a control thing. press. From, it's from, a control, yeah. like, we're just going to hang out up here. 
Okay. So you want to play out, Edison. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna be here, and we're gonna kind of run towards you. And yeah. you got your game has to be on it to mm. play a way through. And City's game was on it yeah. initially to get to to find a way through. And they played through them. They got the goals. And it's like, wow, the, you know, this press isn't working. But at times, I'm thinking, cool, they nearly got it there, or they only just found a way through there. Well, as the game went on, they couldn't play through it. They couldn't play through it anymore. And Napoli totally dominated the game. Uh, it was. It was just, it was remarkable to see. And some of their football and how hard they were to play Mm. through, even for a City side that are in in purple patch in terms of their form, they couldn't play through this this, this team that was so high uh, into their own half. Is this a tactic then that could be mirrored in the Premier League? Could could teams be as brave? Yeah. Start to park a little bit higher in the pitch and say, okay. We know you're good players, but you've got to be on your game. And if somebody's off or the weather's not great or the pitch, you know, is, is that something you think could maybe we might see one or two teams adopt that, that style? I know you've got to have the quality and you, you, if you do get plays through, then you leave yourself very vulnerable at the back. But I'm just thinking, you know, we're getting to the stage where City is scoring so many goals and dominating so many matches. People are going to have to start to find a way to, yeah. to, to, yeah. to, to address it. It, it, was, it was just very interesting. And to answer your question... It's just risky, mm, and Napoli yeah. accepted the risk. Yeah. They went two goals behind because of the risk, because City were at it. But if City aren't quite at it, then it absolutely works. And you, you're going to get flashbacks from last year, Rob, where City mm. tried to play out crazy you know, positions and lost the ball and conceded goals. I still, you know, maybe we'll go on and talk about the bigger picture with yeah. City. But this, this was a little reminder to me that... You know, yes, this City side are, are much better than last year, mm. and the front players and Jesus is scoring again, and he he obviously has made them be- better from last year. He didn't play much last yeah. year. There's still a little bit of vulnerability mm. when they overdo it a little bit. Um, I mean, some of the some of the football out from the back, and I want to talk about Edison as well. I mean, some of the some of the uh, his his pass. <laughs> honestly, he is a goalkeeper, you know. I know. Everybody talks about him like yeah, he's, but he plays he's like a, a left midfielder. back or something. Yeah, but he plays like a midfield player. They do this thing where they do a little triangle mm. through the back. It comes to him, and he like almost gives it. Don't don't look at the eyes. I'm going to yeah, slap it into midfield. A straight ball into Fernandinho. He did that about five or six times, and we've seen that many times. I mean, that just takes a bit of. Cajones, to to do that. And, uh, you know, I I think he, just quickly on him, I Mm. mean, it's like he he, he hasn't, he's got so much confidence. Mm. I don't think he understands the, the pressure. Oh, he doesn't allow it to get to him. He doesn't allow it like Claudio Bravo did, who's a really expensive guy. But um, some of his football, his save was was excellent from the goalkeeper. Mm. And um, I I think he's, he's made them better as well. But, um, yeah, I, I think teams could try and do that, but have they got the quality if they go a couple of goals behind to keep doing it? And that was what was amazing for me. 2-0, we're going to keep pressing you. We're going to keep having a go. We're going to keep threatening you. We're going to keep pushing you back. Mm. And, uh, it, you know, it worked. And I tell you, City were... Hmm. I know Lucky's a bit too strong, but this could absolutely have been a, a, a 2-2 draw or even better for Napoli. That's how good they were, and that's how impressed um, mm. I was. And that's... That, I guess, is why Pep was so relieved and so happy because that was a really difficult game for Manchester City. Yeah, and let me tell you one thing I guarantee. 
that at the weekend, when Sean Dyche's Burnley come to the Etihad, <laughs> they will not be pressing no. high up the pitch. They'll be parked no. on their 18-yard box and they'll be banging balls forward up to Chris Wood and it'll mm. be a whole different game. And in, in a way, that's the test and that's the beauty of the Premier League. It's going to bring Man City back down to earth. Their attitude as much as their ability to be, be on test yeah. at the weekend. Let's move it forward. Maribor 0, oh, Liverpool 7. And they were that bad. I've got Firmino 2 goals, Salah 2 so goals, Coutinho 1 goal. Oxley Chamberlain one goal, Robbie Musto one goal. Like anybody could have scored against Marab. I mean, come on. These are the games that we don't want it in Champions League, really. A seven nil in the group stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't even. I'll be honest with you. I, there's no way I'm going to watch this game. There's too much other good stuff going yeah. on to, for even, to even. Um, I mean, listen. Let's give it, a little bit of credit wow. to Liverpool. You get your goals. It does you no harm to for, for and they, your forward and they players to get yeah to get to get goals. So so that gives you a bit of confidence into a big game at the weekend. Obviously, they they go to Wembley and play, play Spurs on yeah. Sunday. So um, you know. Great Foxley Chamberlain, I think, to get his first goal for his club as well, Rob. You, you yeah. know how important that is sometimes when you go somewhere and you just want to make an impression. So we'll move that on. Liverpool are going to mm. have bigger tests and not certainly at the weekend at Wembley. I say they play Spurs. Let's talk Chelsea. 2 0 yeah. up, 3 2 down, 3 3 draw. Very unconte like performance from his team. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, I watched this on tape today, uh, a little bit later, and. Uh, Again, it, it's just it, it it didn't look right. It just doesn't look right. I mean, David, David Luiz in midfield. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I like that. Yeah. He scored a wonderful goal. You know, mm. he's a bit of a hot head. He got dragged <laughs> off later on. He, yeah. He's kind of losing his head a little bit. But what a good player he is, Rob. Mm. What a good player he is. I mean, I thought about it, and and I know he can be a bit inconsistent. But I looked at him in the middle of midfield. And I'm thinking, I don't know. If there's a better holding midfield player in the, in the Premier League. Whoa, whoa, I whoa, hold on. Get carried away. I, I, I'm telling you. I mean, he's strong. He well, wins he's, than he's really good on the ball. I'd rather have Davo Luiz inside that Matic. I'm not... I'm not I, 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 listen, it, maybe it's going a little bit too far in midfield because he hasn't played there much. Yeah. But I tell you what, he's a, he's, a, he's a proper player and he doesn't risk you so much in midfield yeah, as he, he does, does at centre-back. Yeah, which which is he's made obviously some some errors in the past, and maybe not so much over the last year or so. But he is a good player. Well, he's I, quick. He can close down. He's good okay. on the ball. He scored a great goal. Okay, so so again, <laughs> listen, they go tunnel up, and I get that. But how then do if you've got him in as, a, as that defensive midfield player who's shoring up in front of the back three and, and keeping the shape of the team? How then do they go and concede three goals? Because Robbie Earl, Roma were miles better, <clears throat> miles better. I watched the game and I thought, wow, what's going on here? Is this, mm. is this in Rome or is this at Chelsea? Mm. Roma dominated the game. They dominated the game from, from the first whistle to the last whistle. Uh, Chelsea's goals, first two goals from nothing. Yeah. So counter-attack. Uh, you know, Davo Luiz is a wonderful goal. Ed Nazard scores 2-0 yeah. <coughs> yeah, up. And I'm thinking, wow, yeah. they must be thinking, how are they 2-0 up? Because yeah. Roma really did boss the game from the first whistle. And, you know, Edin Dzeko up front, incredible volley. He scored Alex yeah. Kolarov, the two ex-City yeah. guys, really yeah. hurt Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and, and, yes, there was three guys in midfield. It was a bit of a different system from Conte. It was 3-5-2. He changed a little bit later on. But they struggled. Bakayoko, Sesk and Davo Luiz yeah, were, yeah. were sitting off the game a little bit. And Roma, I mean... They keep they keep doing it, Roma. Mm. They, they keep producing good players, good teams, good performances. This was they deserved every bit of this three-three um, scoreline. Um, I, I was just really impressed, and, and and something isn't quite right at Chelsea. Yeah, and, I, I you just know, want to go there. The, the, yeah, the, go on then. Something, and I, and I, we talked about it before, and I said, listen, that the gossip's out there, and that you know he, he wants to go back to Italy. That he wasn't happy with some of the signings. That maybe people left. 
likes of Matic and he, he wasn't 100% behind those things. I just get a sense something's not right at the football club, Rob. And looking at the manager, I have to say, he doesn't look 100% right with, with everything that's going on. Doesn't look to me like he's a manager who's saying, this is my team, we're well set up, we're well drilled, we're well coached, let's go out and do our job. When you're saying that Roma, and he knows yeah. Italian football better than anybody, yeah. are coming yeah. to Chelsea and dominating yeah, the game, that's they a did, problem. Yeah, yeah it, it is. And, you know, can we... You know, I mean, all, all teams have bad games yeah. or bad weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's the time to, to no. go big on this. But, you know, th- this was this was disappointing. It's the squad, isn't it? Everybody yeah, talked size, about yeah. it. And we said about yeah. this, the size of the squad. Correct. Given the Champions League last year mm-hmm. that wasn't there last year for them, they needed a bigger squad. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help. You know, th- th- I mean, everybody gets injuries. And there's a little bit of there's a little bit of fallout. Did you see that, Rob, between Mourinho and Conte? Mourinho yeah, about talking about injuries. Yeah, he's, he's always moaning about injuries. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Jose's but, but, oh, dipped his yeah. oar in, yeah. Yeah, there, there's always going to be injuries. Um, but when you, when you look at the side, I just... Mm, something something wasn't right and I worry if they're going to just step off the pace a little bit yeah. you know and some of the key players don't play or don't play particularly well they, they're problem, just going to go from, on that fine line between winning games to, to not winning games drawing them and, and losing more than we expect so it, it, the squad still looks thin Azar was he looked uninterested a little bit then he yeah. come through and do something brilliant and score a goal mm. so they're yeah he can be that guy corny as well sometimes it, a we've, bit. Seen, we've seen it before and the only thing that, that and I was read, read a piece this week that was interesting and people saying about the thin squad and who he had and who he should strengthen he's approaching 30 players that Chelsea have out on loan. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah, they, their they, bodies, the whether they're made. good enough bodies is, mm. is debatable or whether they've been given a chance. Who knows? We see young Harry Winks coming in at, at Spurs and doing a job. There's, there's a number of players who are out on loan who haven't possibly been given the opportunity at Chelsea. You know, can't have it both ways, can you? Danny Drinkwater is, is killing them at the moment because that's why he's been brought in. So if N'Golo Kante or those midfield players get injured, he can step in. Danny it's Drinkwater might be a better player while he's injured than when he gets in the team. That's my <laughs> worry. I've got to be honest, Rob. I know. Yeah, I know you're not a big fan. I, but but he, he's a mm. defensive guy. He can play in there. So what happens then when he's not fit and you get an injury is a double he's Though he, though he can totally do it. He has to come mm. into midfield, changes the back line a little bit. I mean, they should. Yeah, I mean, they should have enough to, to, to yeah. cover certain situations. But this, I just, I, my last note on, on this game I ri- written down here is just worrying. Just worrying. Mm. There's a few worrying signs yeah. for Chelsea, yeah. uh, given that Roma came there and played really, really well. Yeah, I wonder how that one's going to play out. Uh, Chelsea go to Roma, obviously, uh, in, in the next game in the Champions League. And at home to Watford, it's not never an easy game at the weekend. So, um, a little test on for Chelsea right now at the moment. Yep. Let's move forward to Manchester United. I don't believe this was the greatest of games, but as ever, United seemed to, to find a way to get it done. Marcus Rashford with a free kick, aided by a young goalkeeper making his Champions League debut, sort of took the ball o- over the line. I mean, is this where we are with United? Again, I think there's some injury doubts, Rob, with, with, with the likes of Bailly, with Jones, with Rashford came off. They're saying some kind of knee injury. Um, where are we with United and performances and just about getting the job done? Yeah, I, I think I think the results at the moment. I mean, we I gave Jose a bit of hard time after mm. the, the game at Anfield, the nil-nil draw. Um, Hamden, by the way. <laughs> um, but but look at the result again. They won. Mm. They won. And you know I didn't Clean see. Sheet, I, wa- I watched about a million games this week. But I didn't see this game. Um, 
and, and yeah, it's a clean sheet again. Yeah. I think Rashford, you know, it's kind of a little game, isn't it, between Martial yeah, and Rashford, who's plays. who's kind of. Yeah. I think Rashford is is edging out Martial a little bit yeah. at the moment. We'll I'd see agree. in the next big big game who plays. Um, but yeah, I think he's. He, I'm really sort of saying the the team's kind of picking itself. He hasn't got that many to pick from, but it's the same for a lot of other clubs. So. I think you just got to get on with it, and you know they they got the job done one nil. They're they're looking good in all competitions, even though some of the football's not great. I I absolutely respect results, and you know, and at the moment he's getting results, um, even if in some games I I you know I don't particularly enjoy it, um, mm. but he's getting he's getting the points. I tell you, you know, this United team could be a dark horse for this competition. You, you never Jose, know, Jose yeah, Mourinho and this group of players. I'm telling you, they get they get a bit of luck in a, in a draw, get through this group stage and get in the draw. I mean, just it's just all on. Yeah, just quickly before we move on from from Manchester, mm. you know, there's there's so much talk, and we'll go on and talk about this probably at the weekend, Rob. But yeah. there's so much talk about how great Man City are, mm. and they're gonna they're gonna wipe the floor with everybody. United are grinders, yeah, not, not and yeah. you know what you know yeah, you know what I like to think about yeah. the durability, durability of teams. I'm still not convinced that this this amazing football mm. can can, can be that great all, all the way through the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that's when United, I think, we're going to be there. They're absolutely going to be there or thereabouts, Rob. In my opinion, mm. it's not going to be a runaway train because we know we've been there. How how crazy uh, schedule. Weather conditions, the temperature, the everything, rain, and everything else that comes mm. through the winter, that, that a lot of players don't always perform at their best. Yeah, and in boxing terms, they say styles make fights. I think this year in the Premier League, styles might decide where the, where mm. the league ends up. Is it that grinding style of Manchester United, yep. keeping clean sheets and nicking wins, yep. or City going to open people up, score the goals, and, and fire the way to a title? Mm. That's the, the Champions League done. Like, let's move to Thursday night European football. I'm not sure that there's many Premier League teams who particularly want to be there, but Arsenal are doing a decent job away at Red Star Belgrade got a great goal through um, my good friend Olivier Giroud that world class striker yeah, Robbie Musto nice interplay between Wiltshire and, and um, Wilcock to, to set it up they get the goal they get the job done I mean this is a competition that I assume Arsenal will take more as serious as they need to as they go yeah. along. It's a chance to get... They've got a deep squad in, in, in many respects to give players so, uh, some match time. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Job, job well done all round, I assume, for Arsene Wenger. Yeah, and when you look at the team, it's what Decent we thought. Team. It's like, you know, the, the idea would have been, you know what, with the Europa League, that's mm. OK. It's, it's a great opportunity to give some of the younger players some experience. Yeah. European competition and going, going to Belgrade is, is a you know, is, is great experience for mm. them. Let's focus on the league. That's where it's disappointing, Rob, because the league campaign where you think, you know what, we're not in the Champions League. We can, we can really focus for every single Premier League weekend and, yeah. and, and go flat out. And that's why the Arsenal fans must be frustrated because they haven't done a, a greater job as you'd expect. Um, but no, I think, I think you're right. I mean, who knows? Who knows, by mm. the way? In, in February, March, if they're still in the competition yeah. and they're outside the top four... You know, we'll be on that one again. Oh, you, be you'll be it, all over Arsenal this time. Well, it, <laughs> you it, can't it, do it if you're it, Arsenal. <laughs> he might be on that one. Well, you know what? We've got to win this competition. Get in in the Arsenal, Champions League. we trust. He'll oh, go the right gosh. way, Robbie Mussey. Don't worry. Let, let's talk about, about a club where trust doesn't seem to be top of the agenda at the moment. Certainly confidence isn't. Everton at home to Lyon. 1-0 down, get back one each and, and then lose another uh, sort of latest goal in the game to, to, to lose the, the, the match. What is going on at Everton, Robert? I, I, I just go back to the team that finished seventh last season that we're saying is, 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 is a chance of getting to the top six. We know that, that it's a big gap, but they go and spend money. We like the kind of business we do, and we, we like very much the, the guy who's in charge. Yeah. And yet, it's incredible. Something, something's not right. It, it, it feels, Rob, that it's falling apart. The yeah. club's falling apart. 
which is which is well, how can that happen in the, in the short? I mean, it's one of those situations, Rob, where I'd love to be in the dressing room to to get a sense and a feel because that's when you know, isn't it? That's when you look around. That's when your training's going on and you actually realise what is happening or, or not at that football club because something is definitely wrong in the football club with the performance. The players look scared to death to do uh, anything. And, and, and worryingly, they don't look very good. <laughs> Davy Klassen, Rob. Davy yeah. Klassen. I mean, today was so bad. He got dragged off. You had, you know, mm. he's trying different things. I run a and he played Kevin Morales, kind of like coming yeah, from, from nowhere, nowhere on the yeah. left hand side. You know, he's got Martina at left back. He's got uh, Holgate making a rash uh, challenge for a penalty kick. Yeah. You know, Morgan Schneidlin went off injured, but he's been he's been really poor. Schneidlin, it, it, it's uh, it's really difficult to to realise who it, who the blame totally falls on. Yeah. It has to be a combination. And you tell me if if you think differently. You've got to put blame at Ron Koeman. Yeah. You have. You've sure. got to. And as much, maybe more, recruitment. Well, recruitment I'm, assuming he's, part, I'm, I'm assuming he's part of the recruitment, Rob, though. I, I don't think yeah. that just happens with, without him. Well, director of football, isn't it? Yeah. but Steve I, Walsh. I, I, Steve Walsh, Steve Walsh who's City. got a great reputation, been at Leicester, found the likes of Angola Kante and Riyad Mahrez. Did he get lucky with those two? Well, listen, <laughs> no. No, he didn't get lucky. He, he did his job and he found two fine players. Who's to say, Rob, because you're judging these players in this environment under Ronald Koeman when things are wrong. Who's to say the next guy, Marco Silva, took that job and those, we see the best of those players. So I'm not just convinced that, that these are particularly bad players. It, it worries me what's going on with, at a football club. And, you know, I'm hearing suggestions like, would it be better if Everton are out the Europa League? No, it wouldn't be better, by the way. They, it's a competition they should try and stay in and go as far as they can in Europe for a club that's not going to be top six. Yeah. That, that's maybe not going to win an, another competition. It, it's an easy out to say, oh, we can concentrate on the league. They're better than concentrating on the league and, and they shouldn't be allowed that easy out. I, w- I watched them today, Rob, and there was a couple of moments where they combined a little bit and the fans kind of mm. get excited. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, is this one of them where they, they, they need a big performance, even mm. a big goal, a big moment yeah. for everything to kind of the weight to go off their shoulders and then we start seeing some free-flowing football from Everton because that's what uh, Ronald Koeman, yeah. that's what their Everton fans yeah. hope uh, and maybe expect to happen. Uh, if, that's, if you don't believe that, and, yeah. I, and I think yeah. that could happen, I, I, I do, I still believe in some of these players, I still think they could go on a good run of, of, of wins. Yeah. If you don't believe that could happen, I don't know, I don't know where you go. I mean, you, you've got to start making big changes and the, and the manager's going to be under I, threat. I tell you what, what disappointed me at this football club, and, 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 and I don't say it lightly, some of the, old, some of the experienced older players, like, we've all been in a situation where your club is struggling a little bit and, that, and you have to get around and you have to get some people going and you have to give some confidence and you have to take a little bit of leadership on. And I look at Williams, I look at Schneiderlin, I look Baines, at Baines, well, by the way. Yeah. I look at you know, Sigerson when he's played, and I know he's new, but he's an experienced footballer, he's been bought for a lot of money, he's an international captain. I don't see it, Rob, I don't see them taking charge and trying to help the kids out and, 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 and get out of this situation. I see them a little bit kind of hiding in all honesty, not, not really pushing the chest out and say, saying that, you know, I'll shoulder some of the responsibility. That is the kind of thing that worries me and that is the kind of thing that can only last so long in a football club before something has to change. Arsenal at home they've got on Sunday, oh, Rob. Um, oh, the two. And then, and then they've got the Chelsea away. Yeah, they've got I mean, Chelsea away. And that's in the League Cup. Sorry, that's in the League Cup. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, it continues. It, Arsenal how, at home. Could that be the game? And then let's, not, let's not talk. I mean, we, we, we hate talking about sackings, and we are going to just talk about Manager yeah. did lose his job this week, uh, Craig Shakespeare. But before, just before we get to that, yeah. how long can this, you know, bottom, mm. bottom three, four, five in, in the league, you know, poor results in Europe. Like the, how long, Rob, can it can't keep well, going? Now you, Shakespeare goes, De Boer's gone, you know, we've seen people make moves. Well, I tell you what. I mean, it, we we both know what happens, right? We can mm. we can say about time and weeks. It depends on how the, how it feels at the club at, yeah. at Everton in the home games. If that gets nasty, um, and it gets you know really really bad, and you, and we know what it's like. We know what it feels like. Then the managers bang under pressure. If mm. there's another three weeks, I would say another three weeks of of nothing performances from Everton struggles. Um, you know, and the manager looking like he's bang under pressure. Three more weeks of this, I think they'll make a change. I think they look to make a change, which, you know, is incredible given what yeah. we feel about mm-hmm. Kuman and what he's done in the past. F- to let this thing go, another three weeks of, of bad, awful, we don't know what we're doing type of performances, and you, you'd have to see who's out there and make a change. Let me tell you the one tactic he's got to do to save his job. Beard off, Ronnie. Be it off. <laughs> Doing you no favours whatsoever. <laughs> Let's talk about a manager who's going to have a bit of time on his hands. Craig oh. Shakespeare, who I was a little surprised, I've got to be honest, when, when, when the email came flashing through that Leicester have announced that Shakespeare has lost his job. I think it's four months after he just signed a three-year contract. He was a guy who, who got them through the, the end of last season when things yeah. were, were troubling. Pulled got him to the final of, of the Champions League. Quarter final of the Champions Quarter, League. Um, get, you know, gets his team set. I mean, they've had a difficult start to the season. Yes, they're yeah. in the bottom three and only one winner. That was against Brighton, I believe, the uh, second game of the season. But... It feels a bit. It feels a bit premature to me, Robbie Muster. Yeah, listen, I, I I can't remember a time when a manager was fired and in the studio or amongst us mm. as a group, yeah. we we were like, what? This isn't. He isn't going to get fired. Yeah. I, I I don't think that's ever happened, Robin. In four or five years, we've been doing this now, where we like, you know what? We should surprised. keep an eye on this. Yeah. Keep the news. Mm. Let's talk about him because he's yeah. bang under pressure. Let's analyze it a little bit. I don't. I, I just think this really surprised us. I mean, I looked at his results, Rob, from the day he took over. I mean, they won the first six, which is incredibly. Yeah. Got him out of trouble, and you talked about the um, managing through the, the Champions League, which yeah. is which is fantastic. So I looked at the games. I thought, well, you know, when you sack a manager, obviously this is about results. There's mm. got to be some really bad results. So I went back and I looked at all the games. This is in the Premier League. I got in front of me right now that he lost. So he lost in um, this is uh, April to Everton, Everton away, and now Everton were in the top six or seven. They had a good season last year. Okay, from then on, they lost to Arsenal. Uh, they lost to Manchester City, they lost to Spurs, they lost to Arsenal again, this isn't this season, they lost to Manchester United, lost to Chelsea, lost to Liverpool. I mean, mm. if you're going <laughs> to lose games, you, you, you probably are going to... So there's no awful performances there that would say, wow, this Leicester have just lost at home to you know, Brighton or, or, or Bournemouth or anybody, yeah. you, you, mm, you know. You and that's yeah. what I think, wow, I know they're in the bottom three, but they have had some difficult games. And you, you trusted a, a guy from assistant to a manager. You gave him a lot of money in the summer. And all, after eight games, mm. you're going to fire him because of where they are, even knowing... Difficult run of games they've had. I, I'm and I'm stunned with it. I ge- shouldn't be because we've seen it before, but I'm yeah, still but really shocked. Generally, Rob, as well, I, I see these owners as as being, you know, pretty pretty level. Understand the game. I'm listen. They, listen, they took Ranieri on. We were, people weren't sure about that. He goes on and, and brings them the fairy tale of the Premier League title. <laughs> they make the move. 
again, probably about the right time last season when Ranieri went. Shakespeare yeah. comes, keeps him up. So you're thinking, yeah. I'm thinking, give it, give it till Christmas. At least give the guy another five yeah, but, weeks. But when you describe that, Rob, it's like he makes good decisions then. He yeah. brought in Ranieri, they won the title. They were so is there a good decision, so, so, so so a good decision coming well, now then? Maybe. Maybe they know. He's like, got a big, big name manager, hasn't he? Which, I mean, mm. at the moment, Sean Dyche is favourite for the job, apparently. I'm Porges, who is hat in the ring, Chris Coleman. Um, is talking about leaving Wales, you know, the Sam Allardyce of the world, Carlos Angelotti, who you'd probably feel would, would look for something a little bit bigger. These bodies out there, I mean, I'm sure they're going to want to go for somebody without having a long wrangle of somebody who's in a job and having to get them out. So it, it's, it's not going to be an easy appointment, I wouldn't have thought. I think Leicester City could struggle. Mm. I think they could struggle. Are they, are, they getting a, a, are they getting slightly above themselves? I think they're getting above are themselves. Are they expecting season? Yeah. Well, I've just told you the games they've lost. I yeah. mean, they're difficult games. They haven't lost any bad. They've not any bad results, and yet the guy loses his job. Where, where should they squad. be? Where should are they tenth, eighth, ninth, tenth? Well, they what the last season they were eleventh. They last year eleventh or twelfth last yeah. year they were uh, mid-table. And I watched the uh, that game against West Brom and I thought, ah, oh, these are two mid-table teams. They're going to finish mm. mid-table again. Now making this change. And I know they're in a bad position right now, but I wouldn't surprise me if they can't get out of this funk. They can't yeah. get out of this bad because I mean, I mean, he's tried different players and different systems and everything else, and, and there might be a new manager bump. But I wouldn't be surprised if this position in the league table continues. Mm. I mean, we'll see who, who get who points, but you know, it isn't a brilliant squad, and the new players haven't really done it. I guess the the owners thinking, Rob, hang on a minute, with Slamani and Musa and all these other players on the bench that aren't playing mm. in Nacho. You know, we've spent a lot of money. Yeah. You've got to play him. And he hasn't really well, been playing, hasn't he? And, and there is talk that the, the director of football, I think it's John Rudkin there and Craig Chase, we have not maybe seen eye to eye. There's that disaster of uh, Adrian Silva not signing 14 seconds, yeah. apparently. And that wasn't his fault, was it? I mean, it, again, not That's his a fault. Player. Riyad Mahrez throws in a transfer request, not his fault. Apparently, Demore Gray's tried to sign. The, con- the, the club haven't got his contract ready. So, I don't know, Rob. Something feels like it's not been right under there. Maybe. There's moves to get Craig Shakespeare out. We'll see if they've got a target. We'll I think um, you know that's we'll one to, to keep an eye on over the next few days. But as ever, mate, great to catch up. We'll, we'll have a Lovely. podcast at the weekend. And okay, you've heard from us. We want to hear from you, our listeners. So first, make sure you rate and review our show. Go down to download the Two Robbie Show on Apple Podcasts. And we also want to know who you support. Why do you support? My uh, Manchester. City or United, Spurs, Liverpool, Chelsea or Arsenal kind of person or more Huddersfield, Brighton or even Newcastle. Let us know and we'll read out the best two or three responses on our next podcast. So generally, it's been a good week for the teams in Europe, maybe Everton apart. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.